Welcome to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer, a show full of tips and practical strategies to repair, rebuild, and strengthen your relationship. If you are currently stuck wondering if your marriage can be saved, or you know you want to save it but don't know how to go about changing it, this show is for you. And now here is your host, Nicola Beer, who specializes in a proven 10-step program to help couples increase the love, passion, and happiness in their marriage in 30 days or less, guaranteed. Welcome to the Closing the Intention Gap event. I'm your host, Dr. Carrie Miller from presentandproductive.com, which is that gap between what we intend to do and what we actually do. And as you know, closing that gap is the, is the key to having a remarkable life. I'd like to welcome my good friend, Nicola Beer, because she's going to be talking about getting the loving, loving relationship that you deserve by decluttering and reorganizing your life. I can hardly wait to get into this really creative and interesting spin on closing the intention gap. So, Nicola, can you get us started by telling us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll get right into the topic. Sure. So, I'm a relationship transformation specialist, and I work with women to help them have the loving relationship that they deserve. I grew up in a house where there wasn't much love, and my parents were fighting all the time until they got divorced, and I became motivated to help people to create more love in their life, and often uh, we can not have the relationships that we want and desire because of a lot of relationship clutter in our minds, and also because of habits that we don't do that can destroy love, and simply you can change that by taking the right habits, so that's what I love to do to help people create that loving relationship and loving home that they really deserve. Oh, that's awesome. Now, I want you, first of all, to define for everybody, what is relationship clutter? Because I bet a lot of people never thought about it that way. Sure. So I think relationship clutter is things like resentment. You know, if you're still holding on to something that they did a few Christmases ago or a few birthdays ago or something that's annoyed you that they did a month ago, it could be just simply not washing up a plate or you know, some dirty laundry on the floor. And if these things are in your mind or if you're still annoyed that they didn't came home late and didn't call you, these kind of things are in your way of having the relationship you want. Similarly, negative thinking, if you think, oh, my partner's lazy, they don't love me, that again is going to stop you from having the closeness and the fun that we all want in our life. We want closeness, we want fun, we want excitement. So anything that is really occupying your mind, that is stopping you from having the, the love and the connection that you really want. That's what I call relationship pattern. That's a great definition, and I think you're kind of on the edge of it, but if you could expand a little bit more, how does that relationship clutter get in the way of our current relationships? It gets in the way because if you think about it, why would you want to be close to someone who you're thinking all the time is they don't care about me or they're selfish? It's just going to create distance. Or if, you, if they annoy you, then you're going to think, well, I'm going to go and have fun with my friends or I'm going to go and have fun at work and then you, you stop doing things together or you stop enjoying each other's company. Another big thing that causes a lot of relationship um, clutter is when people then think, well, okay, I'm just going to be on my phone all night. Where couples come home and they spend all their night on social media or on their watching TV and they have that disconnect. So that's the impact that it, that it can have. 
but there is it is quite simple to actually let go of that relationship clutter and I can share about that if you would like to, to, to hear that Oh, that'd be lovely. <clears throat> Pardon me, I'd like to hear uh, some tricks for that. Yeah, sure. So the best thing you can do is just go somewhere quiet for 20 minutes, sit down with a pen and paper, or if you prefer to type things on your tablet, however you like to do it, and for 10 minutes, just literally dump out anything that is on your mind, anything that is worrying you about your relationship, any negative things you're thinking, any resentment you're holding on to from last week or last year or whatever it is, just get it all out onto a piece of paper or onto a document on your computer. And if you time yourself for 10 minutes, you'll be just be amazed at all these little things you're, you're, you're thinking about or you're, you're holding on to and it can just really clutter you. And so once you've done that, pause for a moment and then go back through that list and circle anything or underline anything that you cannot control, you cannot influence, you cannot, you know, we cannot control what our partner thinks about us and what they do or what they say. So if you can't control them, then we need to let them go. So you create a list of things you're going to let go and then things you can control, like, oh, I feel I'd like to be closer or I'd like us to have a date night or I'd like us to do more, then we work on them. So you have two lists, things you can control and then we focus on that. And then things that you, you can't control and then we need to let go of. So with the let go list, you look at them and you just imagine, can I let this go? You ask yourself, can I let this go? Or am I willing to begin to let this go? And then just visualize it vaporizing or disappearing. And or maybe ask yourself, will this even matter a month from now, a year from now? And most of the stuff that we've got in our minds that are preventing us from having the love that we deserve are things that don't really, but you know, aren't really that important. And so just letting, letting them go. So that's how I use in my own life and with my clients that I work with to really get rid of that relationship clutter. Well, that's great. You know, I've dealt with that myself. My current husband has some traits that are, you know, tend towards the messy side. And for a long, <laughs> and for a long time, <clears throat> pardon me, I was really annoyed by that. And it took me some, some time to really put into perspective that it wasn't about me, that his messiness wasn't about me. It was about the way he particularly, his brain was wired. It's just the way he is. And did I consider that to be important enough to let it ruin my relationship? It took me a while, but I finally realized that that was not what my relationship was about. I didn't marry him for his dishwashing skills. <laughs> Right. Can you tell me how maybe you've used that in your own life? You were mentioning how your parents divorce. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I I I use it in my own relationships where I think you know is this thing really important? Am I going to waste time thinking about things that I'm not even sure? I mean, one of the other huge relationship mistakes that we make is we assume to know what the other person is thinking or we assume that their behavior means something else and we can spend so much time in our own minds thinking about why did they do this why didn't they do that and actually it could be for so many different reasons that they're doing what they're doing and so I think I use that in my own life to think okay Nicola is that true is what I'm thinking about what I'm worrying about actually true 
or is it just something that I've made up in my own head? And I saw that a lot with my, my parents' relationship. They were always assuming that the other person didn't care, that the other person was being selfish, and actually they were just doing what they needed to do for their own job or for their own lives. So that's another thing that I really make sure that I do in my relationships, make sure that I know what is truth and what is something that is just me worrying or overthinking things. Well, you know, we did the relationship clutter. Let's do the flip side. What is relationship organization then? Well, that's my favorite area, I must say. So just like um, poor organization in other areas of life can lead to a decline in happiness, can lead to a decline in connection and communication, the same can happen in relationships. The good thing is, is with a few simple habits, and I say 15 minutes a day, that's my magic success formula, what we can do is we can create a loving relationship and continue and maintain that. And the 15 minutes a day is made up of four things. Number one is attention. We all need attention from our partner. One of the biggest reasons that leads to a breakup or to a divorce is neglect, where people feel neglected, not cared for. So every day, give your partner that attention. When they get home from work or when you return from work, greet them, ask them how their day was, ask them how they're feeling, and really listen. Sometimes we can just ask like a robot, how's your day? And then we're still all on our phones and we're not really actually listening to the answers. So spend at least seven minutes a day giving them your full attention. And that makes someone feel cared for, feels important, and that really strengthens the relationship. Number two is show them affection. So for three minutes a day, when you wake up in the morning, before you go to bed, and then after work or you know, midway through the day when you see each other again, give them a hug, give them uh, a kiss, hold them, ask them and show that physical affection because once we feel physically connected to someone, then the relationship thrives. And if we're not connecting, if we're not hugging, we're not having any physical contact, it can seem that we're just having a, like a cyber relationship or a relationship that isn't very close and holding someone can make such a difference. So doing that three times a day is just something very simple, but yet it has a profound impact. And then the third is appreciation. Most of the relationship dissatisfaction that I work with when I work with couples to save their relationships is because they feel underappreciated. Many men will say to me that they feel that they are a walking ATM machine or that what they're doing for the family isn't seen. And many women will say, well, I do everything. I don't sit down all day. I'm constantly looking after the children, looking after my work, looking after whatever it is. And this lack of appreciation is often where we don't understand the roles what each other do. And they did a really survey and they found and they asked lots of couples, who does more in the relationship? Well, 85% said, I do. And the reason for that is because we know what we're doing and we may miss what someone else is doing. And so getting into that kind of thinking, oh, well, they're not doing this and I'm doing so much, is not very positive for a relationship. So showing appreciation and merely saying more than just a thanks, but actually saying positive things that really mean something to them. So I love the way that you do this because it makes me feel like this. The more specific, the better. And then the fourth 
area to really have a thriving relationship is just to admire your partner. Now you can do this with them or you can do this on your own. And that's four times a day, just to hold them close to your heart. Because if it, we need to stop the negative thinking, we need to stop the resentment from ruining your relationship. So you do that by admiring them, thinking positively about them. What do you admire? What do they do that you love? What do they do for you? What do they do for perhaps your family? What's really special qualities about them? And you can just do that on your own four times a day before you go to bed. So it's on your mind when you wake up, when you wake up in the morning, and that's going to help you be close to them, feel attracted to them. People complain sometimes that they have lost attraction. Well, that keeps your attraction alive, the passion alive. So that's my 15 minutes a day successful formula. That's a wonderful formula. <clears throat> Sorry, I don't know what's over my throat tonight. You know what strikes me? Only one member of the couple is going to be watching this video. So I wanted, yeah, I wanted to ask you that question. If only one person is doing this magic formula, is that a problem? Oh, obviously, it'd be better if two did. But will that help? And is second part of that question, is there a way to broach this subject with the other member of the couple as to how you might use this formula you know, the, the lady watching might broach it with her partner. Sure. So you can use this formula. I mean, it works really, really well alone. In fact, over 40% of the people that come to me are women who want to work on their relationship where the husband has said, I'm not into counseling or I don't believe in it or they're, you know, they're too busy. So this has a huge impact because once you start changing your behavior, you can inspire them to change. And they might feel like, wow. You know, um, that they'll naturally start coming to you. They will reciprocate. And of course, you can, you can mention to them what you're doing and you can say, oh, I'm just trying something new. And they're definitely going to, to, to want to respond because it's, you know, when someone's giving you love, when someone's hugging you, you want to hug them back. When someone's appreciating you, you're thinking, all oh, right, well, you know, that's lovely. Thank you. I can see what you're doing. And it just creates a chain effect. And Whilst you think, well, if it's only me, you make up 50% of the relationship, but with the right intent and with focus, you can make 80 to 90% of the difference. That is an excellent answer, and I, I agree with you. That is spot on, that one person has the power to shift a relationship dramatically. Mm, yeah, exactly. Who does? How does um, uh, things such as, Poor organization, poor time management. Just let's finish up a little bit, if we could, by how those can get in the way of a relationship and maybe any tips that you have to help deal with that. Now, we talked about relationship clutter, but the other kind of things like time management or poor organization, how they might affect a relationship and what women could do to mitigate that, to minimize that. Sure. I mean, I think these days we get so much information at us. We've got such demanding roles and... Poor organisation can be where we really want to do things for our partner or we think about giving them a gift or we think about organising something for the weekend or for us to do and it just stays an idea, it just stays in our head. And I, I really recommend, I mean, I, for me for one, everything goes into my calendar. And, you know, my partner says, well, it's not very romantic, but, I, you know, it has to, for me... That's where I make sure that my relationship takes a priority because my calendar is open for people to book appointments with me all the time. So I book in, okay, right, what are we, we going to do on Thursday night? Let's just have a night just ask, what's up, what are we going to do this weekend? 
And I put things like that into my calendar to make sure that I'm doing them. And if I have these wonderful ideas, and we all have lots of things we'd love to do and love to give to our partner, I write them down and I add them into my calendar and say, right, I'm going to take action on it now. What's the first step? I mean, I think a lot of things we don't get around to is because we don't know how to do the first step or we don't think, how, how can I get started on that now? So when I have an idea, I like to really get started on it straight away. Who do I need to call? Who do I need to send an email to? And that, just doing one simple action can help us to really get organized with it. And sometimes, you know, when I'm, when I'm away and I know that I'm going to be working away or doing something away or I'm on holiday with my friends and I'm not with my partner, then I'll put into my calendar again the times I'm going to call them or important things that they've got coming up so that I'm, I'm better organized that way. And I think in our digital age, it's really good to have a digital system to remind us of things because if we just rely on our own heads, you know, with so much information in this world, I mean, personally, I, I do forget things. So that's why I recommend. Absolutely. I forget them too. So I definitely write stuff down. <laughs> oh, that's great. I love everything you shared. Can you give us your final thoughts? And then you've got two really awesome gifts. Tell everyone about the free gifts and how they can get in touch with you. So great, so the, the, the gifts I have is a forgive and let go hypnotherapy uh, meditation relaxation. So it's 20 minutes which you can listen to in the morning or in the day or in the evening before you go to bed. And it, it just helps if you're holding on to something that isn't positive for your relationship. So if you're thinking negatively or something they've done in the past and you just really can't let it go, whether you're in a relationship or you're not in a relationship, it's really powerful. So because it can just let you move on with your life and have the relationship that you love. So you can just email me, nicola at purepeacecoaching.com, and I can um, send you that. And then on my website, Save My Marriage Program, I have the seven secrets for saving a relationship. And the seven secrets are things that are really going to help you to keep on top of your relationship, to not let poor organization or poor time management affect your your connection and your closeness so you can just get that it's on www.savemymarriageprogram.com and my final thoughts is just to be true to yourself and just to really pay attention to what is going on inside your mind because our minds control so much about our lives and they control our results and how we feel so just be aware and if you're thinking things that aren't positive for your relationship then let them go and, and do that exercise just to let them go and then focus on what you really want and take action you know that's what really saves relationships or really transforms relationships is action thinking that your partner is important or your relationship is important isn't enough it's really okay how can i show this how can i express this that's what's really gonna bring you the love that you deserve Oh, that's excellent. And I want to let everybody know that these links that you've been sharing, the website and your email address, they're both written down on the show page so that they don't have to worry about hearing the, what you said. Don't worry, everybody. We've got it down there in, in black and white for you. <laughs> you know, one other thing struck me. We didn't talk. Let's do it just really briefly. But we didn't talk about how relationship clutter from past relationships can interfere with current, formingly, forming current relationships. 
Yeah, so this has a really huge impact on, on current relationships. So if something's happened in your past and you, you know, so say someone has betrayed your trust or hurt you in one way or the other, and then you go into a new relationship and a similar thing happens, or even if it doesn't, but you think it's going to happen, it can cause you to overreact. It can cause you to bring more aggression to that person or anger or, or stress. And this can really have a, have a negative impact. And so what we need to do is we need to, before we react to that partner, is really be aware of our own triggers. You know, is, this, is this really true? Am I bringing past baggage into our relationships? And I do recommend that people do let go and go through a kind of clearing process when they end a relationship to make sure that they don't repeat the same things. Uh, but if you are in a new relationship and you're finding that your past relationship is still affecting you, just think, what else could their behavior mean? And is this really true or am I acting from something that's happened in the past? And then do kind of like um, a meditation or use my hypnotherapy track just to forgive and let go. Because forgiveness is not for anyone else but ourselves. Forgiveness is a gift that we give ourselves because... It, we deserve it. We don't want to be holding on to any anger, resentment, jealousy, control issues from the past. We want to be free to love and to enjoy. So. That's beautiful. That's very beautiful. Thank you very much. Great tips today. Thank you for listening to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer. To book your free Save My Marriage consultation, please visit www.savemymarriageprogram.com forward slash consult. And if you've enjoyed this episode, Nicola would really appreciate it if you could leave a rating and review on whatever app you're listening through so the show stays visible, allowing more people to get the support they need to increase their love, passion, and happiness.